0: Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat sermon by Rabbi Adam Kligfeld. I have a dear friend and colleague that some of you, you've heard me give talks in classes before, you've heard me mention, Rabbi Barry Dovecats. He served as the rabbi of the synagogue that I served at before coming here. He was the rabbi, two rabbis before me began as a tremendous mentor in my life and still uh, has a mentor relationship with me, but now also the closest of friends. And we work on each other's, we give feedback to each other's sermons, particularly before the high holidays. We run them by each other to get feedback. And so we have this kind of game that we play with each other when one of us is showing the other one, one of the sermons, asking for feedback. And the question is, do you want the kind of feedback which is because you're almost done and you want like small things or do you want honesty, right? Do you you just want to be told it's basically good and here are two editorial suggestions or do you want me to tell you what I really think about what you've produced? We often think that we want the first one but it's the second one which really refines us and makes us better at just about anything that we do. And my early experience as a young rabbi in the emotional and professional stress leading up to high holidays or other big moments, I remember really saying and wanting the kind words with the small tweaks, but every time I allowed myself to to accept the honest feedback of someone who knew and knew better, it was worth the pain. My work improved my rabbinate hopefully became enriched. And I still think about that in my own work, not only in terms of my relationship with my colleagues when we ask each other for feedback, but also when I work with the interns in our community. On the one hand, I think life and school and learning how to be a rabbi is hard enough as it is. Why should I make the experience harder? by saying with full honesty what I think about what the person is preparing, what the person has done. other hand, I know from my own experience, and many of you know from your experience, that when you are forced to go through the crucible of potent, honest, fair feedback, you emerge sharper and better prepared to do the very work that you're preparing to do. The Greeks had a phrase about this when it came to vicissitudes of life, pathe, mathos out of suffering comes wisdom, we know that in many places in our life and yes, out of suffering through some of the challenges of trying to become a better version of who you are and what you do, there is wisdom that is there that cannot be found anywhere else I think about that idea as I think about an interesting teaching on this week's Parsha and as I think about you, Jared, because this is a message for whoever's listening, but it's also geared towards you. Let me tell you the Talmudic notion that is expanded upon by a Hasidic master. Amongst the many rabbis of the Talmud, Jared, there were three who were often quoted near each other on the page. They, They lived around the same time and they knew each other. Rabbi Yochanan, Reish Lakish, which is a shortened form of Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, and Rabbi Eliezer. When Reish Lakish died, Rabbi Yochanan cried a deep and inconsolable cry. He could not be calmed. And the reason why he was so sad to lose his colleague, Reish Lakish, is not because they agree with each other, and not because Rish Lakish said good job in everything that Rabbi Yochanan said. In fact, the opposite. The Talmud says that on every teaching that Rabbi Re- Re- Yochanan said in front of his colleague Rash Lakish, Rish Lakish peppered him with 24 challenges to every teaching and demanded that each of those challenges be met with 24 responses. Rabbi Eliezer, who was a lovely learned man, whenever Rabbi Yochanan would teach something, Rabbi Eliezer would say, well done, Here's a teaching that supports what you just said. Rabbi Eliezer tries to console Rabbi Yochanan on the death of Reish Lakish and he can't be consoled because he misses the challenge. And he knows there will be no one like him who will push him to be the kind of rabbi that made him memorable. Had Reish Lakish not pushed Rabbi Yochanan in that direction, we probably would never have heard of Rabbi Yochanan. Those Moments are not always easy to go through, but boy, are they worth it. Jair, when I think of the many things that are worthy of admiration about you, who you are, and what you've done here, this one stands out. You are determined. You are gritty. And not only do you tolerate hard work on the road to things that are important, you revel in it. As I was listening to you read Torah this week, just amazed by your fluidity and your skill, I asked you, has Hebrew and Torah reading always come easy to you? And you gave a very honest and interesting answer. You said, no. You had to really work at it, which is really an important message to pull out of this experience. The first time you would look at a page and putting together the trap and the music, it was a big challenge. But you rose to that occasion and you wanted your tutor, Robert, to hold you accountable for every pronunciation and every intricate trap because you wanted to come to the Torah a master. We talked a year ago in my office about your experience at Pressman Academy and the Vishinantam curriculum and how it's hard stuff. It's hard stuff reckoning with the original Hebrew texts and what the rabbis want us to learn from it. But you loved that hard work. Because it's helping, you, helping to turn you into an educated Jew who's able to hold his own in the context of people who revere the tradition. And not only do you hold yourself to that high standard, I would imagine wanting resh like characters in your life to push you and refine you and make you better and not just make it easy for you. You do that for others. As your parents already said in their blessing to you, you hold other people to high standards you want to hold our leaders to high standards you're not the person who gives a quick and easy and unearned compliment so someone can feel good about themselves in the moment you're someone who's going to speak truth to the people around you and truth to authority and power so that the society around them can be healthy for a long amount of time of all that you have exhibited today, your beautiful Torah reading in Haftarah, your Dvar Torah, which did not stop at the easy analysis of Parshat Rashid, but went for a more complicated interrelationship between different stories. What I am most taken by is your being a Rabbi Yochanan who invites rash Lakishas in your life. And because of that, you, are poised to not just be a toe reader and a haftarah reader and a drash giver, but a leader and someone who will always be on the path of growth. And whatever you choose to do in your life, you're going to do it excellently because you're going to invite people to help you get to that point. You also approach this whole season and this whole bar mitzvah in a different context with the same kind of grit and determination you could have thrown your hands up in the air you could have said this is not fair you could have said what's the easiest way we can make this happen you didn't do that and look what you experienced you can't see the smiles on our faces Jared, masks really do mask expression but they are there and we are overflowing with pride in you sharing joy with you and looking forward to observe you as you continue to grow on this path towards excellence. Mazel Tov, Jared. You should be extremely proud of yourself. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts.